get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today is the start of NHL free agency. Alex Petrangelo down to the wire with the Blues. The Vegas Golden Knights have traded St. Louis and Paul Stastny to Winnipeg and cleared some cap space with Michelle Smallman. I'm Randy Carricker, and we go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line in St. Louis. And Mike McKenna joins us. He is an analyst on TV for the Golden Knights. Mike, great to have you with us on 101 ESPN. How are you doing this morning? Well, you just call me a celebrity, so I'm I'm aces right now. I can't be any more excited. Doing great. Two cups of coffee in. The kids are fed. Life's good. Hey, Michelle Smallman and I are doing this thing called the 75 Hard Challenge. She has given. I don't drink coffee. She has given up coffee. Oh man, that's not up my alley. I'm not into giving up things that keep me alive at certain points in the morning. <laughs> yeah, Mike. When you said you had two cups of coffee, I just winced because I was so jealous of you. <laughs> <laughs> now, that automatic timer is, is everything in life. Make sure it's ready when I get downstairs as soon as the kids start knocking on the door. <laughs> good, good play. Mike, obviously the rumors have been flying around of Alex Petrangelo to Vegas. What does the trade of Paul Stastny to Winnipeg tell you? Well, it certainly says that Vegas is primed and ready to make moves uh, if they need to and if they'd like to. And you know, I don't think that necessarily precludes a, a move on Petrangelo. I think everybody across the league would love to have Alex if they had an opportunity to do so. Um, every team really is struggling to find the cap space to be able to be flexible in this offseason. So getting rid of Stastny in a $6.5 million contract um, with declining production last year probably was attractive to the team. Not attractive from the locker room because Paul Stastny is such a good mind, a hockey mind, and a great teammate in the way that he's able to, to influence a locker room in terms of his knowledge and, and experience. But sometimes those are the trade-offs you make as you start to get closer to, to UFA and free agency. So, you know, whether it's Petrangelo, whether it's other people that have big-ticket items, when you move that big of a contract, it gives you a little bit more of a chance to, to make a play on them. Mike, what's the view of Alex Petrangelo in Vegas? What kind of fit would he be for the Golden Knights, both on the ice and in the locker room? Well, on the ice, there's there's a need in Vegas for a right-hand defenseman. They have one on the roster right now, Zach Whitecloud, who did a fantastic job this year making the jump from the American Hockey League with the Chicago Wolves to the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, he really grew into his role, but he's a bottom-pairing defenseman. And there's a, th- there's a thought process around the league that Vegas struggled in playoffs to exit their zone and to really – uh, do as well as they did in the regular season because they lacked right-handed defensemen. So people were able to pressure all their lefties and made things tougher on them. So Petrangelo is very, very attractive on the ice, not just for his, you know, I mean, obviously his point total speak for themselves, but the leadership, having the cup under his belt. Um, it, the locker room in Vegas doesn't need a whole lot more leadership. It needs a captain right now, but I think that that's going to be taken care of in pretty short order. Uh, and so again, whether it's Petrangelo, whether it's, Shattenkirk, Tanev, you know, there's other 
right-handed free agents on the market that Vegas, I think, could potentially be interested in. But you'd have to think Petrangelo would be at the top of the list. And, Mike, when you look at the history of Peter DeBoer in San Jose, specifically with the puck-carrying defenseman that he had, the fact that Petro not only can get the puck out of the zone, but he's a great two-way player, he's a great defender, he kind of fits into what Peter DeBoer's style is, too, doesn't he? Yeah, Randy, I think you nailed it. That's that's so important how uh, Vegas has really transitioned under Pete DeBoer to generating their shot opportunities, their chances from the point. To be able to rush the puck, to go low to high in the offensive zone, Alex Petrangelo fits that to a T. There's pretty much nobody better you could look at around the league that would fit into that role. Now, Vegas does have Shea Theodore, uh, who is on the verge of being a Norris candidate, left-handed defenseman who's who's really grown into it this year. Uh, for my money, him and Miro Heiskanen, two of the best puck-moving defensemen, young ones in the league right now. Uh, Nate Schmidt's there as well for Vegas, who can move the puck. But if you start to talk about having Petrangelo and Theodore on the same team, that's a pretty dynamic duo. Mike, I know that Vegas was shopping Marc-Andre Fleury, taking calls on him. What's the latest there? Well, I, I'm, you know, that's all speculation, right? Because we can't, we don't know what uh, what could potentially be out there anyway. But the reality of it is that there's $12 million tied up in goaltenders for the Vegas Golden Knights. And, you know, the team has said on several occasions that they'd like to have both if they could, but it comes down to, can they do it under the cap? And that's what every team's facing across the league. Can you keep your top players and keep your team united, yet still get under this flat cap? That's 4 to $5 million lower than was expected to be due to COVID. So, um, you know, I'm not sure who that's going to be. Moving Stastny's contract may have alleviated that in some ways for Fleury, I'd imagine. But $12 million tied up in goaltenders is, is really not ideal, especially when you have somebody of the caliber of either goaltender, really. Um, three Stanley Cups for Fleury, uh, a Vezina finalist in Leonard. It's, it's a crowded crease right now. And um, would it be surprising if they rolled into the regular season with both of them? Yes. Uh, is it out of the realm of possibility? No. Mike McKenna, St. Louisan and uh, Golden Knights analyst joining us on 101 ESPN. Mike, I have not been and spent time in the Toronto realm or the Vegas realm, but if you're Alex Petrangelo and you are regarded when you sign as a free agent as the final piece of the puzzle, I have to believe that the the pressure the heat is going to be a lot less intense, except for during the summer in Vegas, uh, but in Vegas than it is in Toronto. If he goes home to Toronto and he's supposed to be the final piece of the the puzzle and it doesn't work out, man, the, the media and the fans are going to be all over him. What will it be like, though, in Vegas? Are the two situations even comparable? <laughs> well, the fans and media are going to be all over him, win or lose. They could win the Stanley Cup and he has a bad game the next, the first game of the year, the next season, and they'd want to run him out of town. That's, That's in Toronto, it right? Works in Toronto, yes, yeah. in Toronto. Uh, it is different. I mean, the players are completely revered in Vegas. They're loved. They're they're treated very, very well. Um, players rave about playing there in terms of the way the organization takes care of them from the top on down. And um, there's still the newness to the franchise that there's just so much excitement about it. So it, it's definitely a different market. There's a big reason why players want to play there. Uh, and that's what you hear across the league. Vegas has become a destination for players. It's not surprising. It's not because of the strip. It's because of the quality of life in Vegas for the players, for uh, for their families, for the way they're treated. It's become known for that. And the team is obviously very, very competitive. And, 
it's it's different. You know, you think about those hometown stories. Look at John Tavares. He choose, chose to go back to his hometown in Toronto to play for his hometown team, and it weighs heavy. And, and I don't think it affects John Tavares a whole lot, but the media perception of it is very real, and it's a lot to deal with. And, you know, if you're willing to sign that contract, you're also willing to take on that pressure, and you better be able to thrive in it, because if not, it'll chew you up and spit you out. Mike McKenna, great to hear your voice. Great insight. Thanks so much for taking some time. And once we get into the season, or maybe once Petro signs with Vegas, we'll get you back on. <laughs> well, we don't know where he's going to go, but I'm, I'm always happy to join you. And uh, thanks for thinking of me. It was a blast. I appreciate it. Thanks. That is Mike McKenna, St. Louisan, and a Golden Knights analyst here on 101 ESPN. Great insight from Mike. <sighs> great insight. What really makes me believe that Petra's headed there. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And again, and we've said this before, Alex Petrangelo has waited 12 years for this opportunity to yes. set his kids and their kids and their kids up for life. And you have to just respect his decision because it's his life. It's, right. We're Blues fans, but we don't own his life. He does. Well, I think... Petro's in the power position here for a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. And I think the general consensus among Blues fans, if he were to choose to leave, wouldn't be animosity towards him. I think that's while he's in the driver's seat as far as making the decision, as far as commanding the financials, I think he's in a very sweet spot, too, when it comes to fan sentiment. Because if he goes to Vegas and they win a cup and he shines there, all the heat's going to be on the the Blues and on Doug Armstrong. It's not going to be an Albert Pujols type situation where you left us, you walked away from us, even though that's technically what he did. I don't think the sentiment will be the same. That's Michelle. I'm Randy. Coming up October 9th and 10th are big days in Cardinal postseason history. We'll bring you some with today's big thing next on 101 ESPN.